0: Out of paper out of stock there's friendly faces around the block break loose from the chains that are causing you pain call Michael and Stanley Jim and Dwight Creed Call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs or done the myth then the people purchase paper people done the myth then the people purchase paper people done the myth then the people purchase
1: paper people.
2: Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and laundry machine, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Janes, Samuel L. Chang. And with us as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward.
1: Yeehaw! Woohoo! (laughs) (laughs)
2: Howdy partners, it's me! Gun safety Dwight. <laughs> and now I'm a rutinist. I can't do
0: this. <laughs>
2: I love how he does gun safety <laughs>
1: I can't do this.
2: Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, This week, after we discuss our main topic, we're going to do an extended conference room with some listener emails and voicemails, and then we're going to do a listener-provided trivia, as usual. Um, This week, we're talking about Dwight as manager. Um, We're going to cover a a few episodes, uh, talking about times when Dwight becomes the manager or acting manager, um, and, uh, and the arc as a whole.
0: Uh, this this question kind of sums up a number of kind of what if questions about the show, which is what if Michael got that corporate job at the end of season three and Dwight had stayed the manager for longer than, you know, 10 minutes? Uh, what if Dwight had gotten the job in seasons at the end of season seven, going into season eight? Just those different times where we get to see Dwight actually at the helm of the Scranton branch and uh, what that means for his character. And answers
1: the question. What does fascism look like? in
2: and <laughs> Jeez, Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um uh, yeah, we'll cover several episodes. I think mainly The Coup, Season 3, Episode 3. Uh, the Job, Episode 24, 25 of Season 3. Uh, Dwight K. Shrew, Acting Manager, Season 7, Episode 24. Mm. And then Live in the Dream, Season 9, Episode 21, kind of through the end of the show, right? AARM and and the finale after that.
1: Um. But, uh, but yeah, you always I always say I mean, AARM because in my head, I just say arm when I look at that episode.
2: <laughs> I, I do say arm in my head. Like, <laughs> I can't I really think not A-A-R-M. read it that way. <laughs> you do? Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Um,
2: I, I figure we can start in the at the beginning, the coup, season three, episode three. So, this episode, this is when Dwight tells Jan that he can save the branch by, quote, getting rid of waste, which is half the people there, clean house. I love, that's that's what he's ordering a huge breakfast too.
1: It's all for me. Uh, he's, this is where the seeds are planted, right? This is, this is the episode where the Dwight is incepted. Uh, if you will, to, if he's given the idea of that, he could be a greater manager. Um, right. By it's Angela. Not to, by Angela. And it's not totally clear before this episode that like he's gunning for that spot. I think it's implied, but this is the first time he is overtly seeking would be like, I should be the manager of this. And it's not so much he wants to take Michael down. Like he wants Michael to move on to a different job. He just wants to fill in that role,
2: right? I mean, he's ready for my, he doesn't really care in the end. He's uh, allows for Michael to be demoted and treats him as a lesser than after that. Um, yeah, that
1: does switch pretty fast. Over <laughs> yeah. the car. He, str- he
2: struggles with the decision at first, but once he goes for it, he's all in.
1: It's a
0: natural sort of place for Dwight to net out where we've seen Dwight as Michael's best friend and number two for so long. But Dwight cares so intensely about the paper industry and about Dunder Mifflin that it makes sense that if you see Michael wasting all this time and all these resources and, and, and hours in the day, that he would want some sort of something to change. Even if it, it doesn't necessarily mean that Michael goes away forever or that Michael moves on to sales or whatever it is, that like he wants, to, he, wants to like, he wants to be the captain of the ship. It's a loose plot
1: line for the entire series. Like, it's kind of a, it's the hero's journey over the course of this entire show. It's like Dwight wanting to be manager is like the, you know, the F storyline that never goes away in the background of every single episode. The problem with this, always there. the problem
0: with the Dwight version of the heroic cycle is that his mentor figure is Michael Scott <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> and that the magical world that he enters is Dunder Mifflin <laughs> know. and his enemy is Jim Halpert. Shrewd like Farms feels like a much more magical world. Oh, for sure. Of course, if uh, we're talking about the heroic cycle as portrayed in the Joseph Campbell book, uh, Hero with a Thousand Faces. Yeah, that's a little
1: prep reading for this episode. (laughs) If you want to pause this episode, read that, come back. And see how it does. You'll have a much better grounding. And see
0: how it only kind of applies to Dwight, but we're running (laughs) with him.
1: (laughs) i think i think this is i love certainly... where they do that I shows like pause it here go listen to our old episode and then come back <laughs> no i'm not gonna do that
2: <laughs> i yeah i think i mean this is certainly like i think we already know at this point in the show that dwight will go will go mad with power anytime he's given a little bit um but uh but it also of course leads to um Uh, him just treating Michael so badly. And then finally, (laughs) I love when uh, Michael's like, okay, let's go tell the troops. And like Dwight's like, when
1: I'm ready, Mike.
0: (laughs) It immediately switches from Michael to Mike.
1: Yeah, yeah. The shift is so fast. And it tells you just a lot about what just Dwight's mindset about the world is and Mm -hmm. about himself is. That he immediately drops all of these facades he's been holding up for Michael. You know, right. it's a, it's a, you told me you liked it when they're talking about the car. It's a ridiculous choice for this climate. He's like, is this, you're stupid. It's, he's basically just like, Michael, you're an idiot. Please go away now. Yeah. Um, Which is, you know, he's just been waiting in the wings this whole time. And uh, we start to see who Dwight really is in that moment. In the healthcare episode
0: in season one, Jim says, wow, this is so sad. This is the smallest amount of power I've ever seen go to anyone's head.
2: <laughs> um,
0: and that essentially happens again and again and again when Dwight gets a glimpse of that managerial power it all goes to his head immediately and he paints the office black or does whatever he does
2: mm-hmm. yeah um I, I mean i think too like for some reason dwight feels that he needs to be cruel if he's gonna be in yeah, charge
1: um, i think he's grew up with uh he equated power with fear, Yeah, I assume, uh, based on how he was raised. Learn That's your rules.
0: You've got yeah. to learn your rules. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I also love in this
2: episode when, you know, Angela, of course, is sort of the Lady Macbeth to to Dwight in this scenario and convinces him to do this, to, even though he, may, he maybe doesn't want to at first. But then later when they're in the break room um, and she's saying, uh, we can make a difference here. And he says, I will make a difference here. Ah, she's yeah. like, I thought that we he's like, oh, don't be naive.
1: <laughs> Those, yeah, I've I always say this, but covert conversations between Dwight and Angela. <laughs> That's the one of my favorite bits in the show. Where they're
0: both standing facing the same direction or back to back or yeah. break left. Left.
1: <laughs> I know. <they're> like... <laughs> The tasks that they're doing are very menial. Uh, and we see, too, when, in this one, when Michael finally announces, all right, well, you're now acting manager and I am assistant regional manager. First thing Dwight says is assistant to the regional manager. Oh, yeah. So like Michael Dwight's does announced. deserve that one. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. It is fun with the coup to kind of
0: see Michael and Dwight coexisting in that space because every other time it's the, the underlying right. thing is that Michael is leaving. So to right. see him. Them- try to coexist and uh and to see how Dwight would act, would actually treat Michael if he were the manager is so funny. Um because like I think even in the job, Michael plays that song na, 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 and he walks out and the first thing that Dwight does is is stop the tape recorder, slap his name on the door and say, Who's ready to work?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By uh, the way, I this is an episode idea for later, speaking of the coup before we move on, but At some point, if we have the amount of prep time, we should do a fantasy draft of just scenes, which would be very, very difficult. Mm. But there's a couple from the coup that I think are first round draft picks, but uh, that's for another time. Before we move on from the coup, I think the other thing to highlight is the way that
0: Dwight shows his penance by (laughs) begging for forgiveness.
2: (laughs) When he stands up and there's just that drool coming out of his Mm. mouth. And then Michael also, says, "Hug it out, bitch." Uh,
1: the the tag at the end of this episode of of this shot of Dwight standing there with the lyre <laughs> uh, <laughs> draped around his neck. That image, if I I would love to get that like a high resolution poster made of that frame of him just standing there. I don't know. There's something about that shot that's so funny to me. It's <laughs> a
0: funny precursor to um, later when uh, Gabe
1: tries to suspend
0: jim pam and then dwight, mm-hmm. dwight yeah. says, this is how you apologize gabriel i take your hand like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. and it's it's like this old school punishment that dwight would respect mm-hmm. like you're going to stand here with a liar sign ah, like it's medieval yeah, well, laundry like, machine <laughs> <laughs> drop out for today and then you, yeah, I, i'm glad you put it in your job title
2: <laughs> yeah I, one of my favorite lines Favorite <laughs> deliveries by Michael Scott. Um, <laughs> well, let's move on to The Job. Uh, this is, uh, this is the, end, the end of Season 3, Episodes 24 and 25. Um, this is when, of course, uh, Michael is interviewing for the job at corporate to take Jan's job, which he doesn't know that that's what it's for, which Ryan brought up a great point, too. How come they all don't know that this is for Jan's job?
1: like what do they i thought michael just didn't figure it out I maybe that's probably <laughs> true yeah. but
2: yeah. yeah um but uh um but yeah it, we get uh, we get michael giving dwight the letter before he's even gotten his new job Con- congratulations a wipe don't screw yeah, the pooch is that all little, the piece of paper says i feel like I that's all so. it says
1: a <laughs> little face michael makes is kind yeah. of playful about it it's yeah. great.
0: Uh, And then Michael goes, you know, he sells his condo on eBay for like 80% of what he bought it for.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then at the end of the episode, there's a throwaway line where he's like, this is really going to hurt my eBay seller profile. (laughs) Oh, dude. We should do an episode on Michael's financial intelligence at some point, too. (laughs) You're going to be paying this off when you're 60. Not 60. I forget what age he says. But uh, uh, this is like, again... And neither of these episodes is Dwight actually manager yet we're just sort of seeing the drive that exists in Dwight to right. become manager in these episodes right so these are these are laying the groundwork for for what comes later for sure but uh yeah I mean uh Dwight will take his shot whenever he's allowed to
2: yeah no doubt you know in the coup we don't see too much from uh from sorry guys uh we don't see too much from um of Dwight, like making new rules and stuff like that, he's kind of just mistreating Michael more than anything else, um, and just being really like overly confident. Uh, but in the job, we actually get to see some of his new um, ideas. <laughs> we get uh, shrewd bucks. Uh, we get uh, <laughs> no more meetings; <laughs> instead, lectures on uh, how paper is made, um, and kind of just a little bit of Pennsylvania topsoil. Yeah, right. Uh, a little bit of uh, Dwight's fascist uh, 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 tactics. tendencies. B- yeah. Tendencies. Big painting of him on the wall, Ugh. things like that.
0: Paints, this, the, uh, paints the, his office black or the, the manager's yeah. office black. That's right. Um. I will say there is something amazing that I wish we could have seen a little bit more of. We see it in little doses in season three, but that version of Dwight as manager with the power all to his head and that version of Andy – Yes, is number two. Yes, save the best for first. That that version of Andy is such a funny number two. <laughs> best for first. I will see you at the interview. <laughs> his uh, line delivery is so sing songy at the time. Like, hmm.
2: uh, Dwight does Andy do for manager.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Dwight does do something right though uh, in this in this uh, this time around as being manager. He makes Pam his secret assistant to the regional manager. Mm. Um, which uh, yeah proves to be a good idea she's got his back <laughs> even if it's just uh, for her own entertainment
0: I do love at the end of the buck scene when uh, I think Pam and Dwight like share a look yeah and Oscar says what was that super <laughs> <And Dwight>, yeah <laughs> That the other characters in the office are picking up on this kind of stuff because it would probably be very obvious between Dwight and Pam. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Or that Angela is, Angela is sitting there mouthing the uh, mouthing along to Dwight's paper lecture, or, or like nodding when he gives the uh, what would you say is the most important element? Probably phosphorus.
1: Wrong. <laughs> yeah. Probably I know it. And Ange- right. Angela's already shaking her head yes. and kind of exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> i mean this both both in the coup and in the job we're seeing dwight he loves you know he loves the kind of statecraft cloak and dagger uh (laughs) sending people behind you know like like figuring out information Mm -hmm. he loves the game of this or that's how he sort of approaches this whole thing um not the very sanitized corporate structure that actually exists in like it's much more boring than he wants it to be right. And we, we see this, like, I don't know. There's Him and uh Angela have another Yeah, I know conversation what you're talking about, yes. When he's just like, how would you like to spend the night with the new regional manager of Dunder Mifflin? It's no, Dwight, like, I don't care if that's how they consolidated power in ancient Rome. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> <Not> Michael, <me. laughs> Yeah, and it, it ends with that, goodbye, Kelly Kapoor. Yeah. Uh, it's just very... It's just it's just dripping in all this intrigue and sort of oh, yeah, uh, power the power dynamics at play and Dwight loves too it. Angela. Yeah. Loves <laughs> it too. yeah. They really they really uh, bond over that for sure. Dwight um, loves intrigue. Yeah. Loves it. What Dwight wants in life is such a good motivator for the series. And they I mean they go back to that well time and again, right? Over and over and over. And the fact that there's so many different episodes revolving around Dwight wanting to be manager before he actually is speaks to that. Mm -hmm. And so these, these episodes in the early seasons are like just, just great at paving the path for, for Dwight. One thing that's interesting about this too, at least in
0: this, in the job specifically is that Dwight doesn't undo, like he doesn't ruin it by himself. He doesn't make a mistake or fire a gun or whatever it is (laughs) to, to, to undermine himself. It's just the Michael, Michael, uh, Reeks more havoc once again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and later when I am ruining everything, you're gonna wish I was on your side. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know it's the most prescient Michael has ever been. <laughs> uh, beautiful.
2: Um, anything else on the job? Any other thoughts on the job?
0: I mean, as an episode, yes, but not as far as Dwight becoming manager. <laughs> <laughs> then let's
2: jump ahead to Dwight K. Schrute acting manager, season seven, episode twenty-four. So, of course. Quite uh, truth <laughs> is manager. <laughs> that is from yeah. that one is from "Living the Dream," but <laughs> it is. But
1: I just had to announce. If the sentiment it, that rings that, true.
2: That is great. Yeah, um, yeah. So of course, this is right after uh, Michael Scott leaves the leaves the company, leaves the show. Um, we get uh, Joe asks Jim to be the acting manager, and Jim turns it down because he thinks that uh, everyone's doing a good job managing themselves. Um, he doesn't want to ruin it, and so Joe says okay and calls Dwight up directly. Uh, in a great cold open, <laughs>
1: great camera work. Yeah, the shift the shift from Jim to just when Dwight knows what it is as it rings, yeah. He doesn't turn his head. He turns his entire body towards the phone and stares <laughs> at it for a second.
2: And then just Dwight's slow walk to the office and Jim's like, wait, <laughs> wait, I can't even get the words what out. You yeah.
0: <laughs> it strikes me as a funny flip of when in St. Patrick's day, when, um, Dwight is about to tell Joe that he has a sales call with a client and Jim calls Joe and right as Dwight is about to speak, Joe puts up one finger, takes yeah. the call. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dwight had suddenly has nothing to say. It's the, it feels like <laughs> the exact flip of that where all of a sudden Dwight is in power mm-hmm. and Mose lets out.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love because yeah. like <laughs> this implies that both of them have been waiting for this news for a long time. Right. And that, the, maybe, my guess is this is the only time he's called Moe's from the office, because he knows when I call you from the office, it means only one thing, <laughs> yeah. just that I am the manager. <laughs> uh, and I don't know why Moe's would have such investment in that, but he does.
2: Um, we get full fascist Dwight right away. Uh, he's got the old time clock <laughs> that uh, Jim demonstrates can like chop a pencil in half, Um sp- he just is just the
1: size of a finger. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. He's got all the, he invents all these cost saving rules. Um, staggered lunches, uh, coffee, cups of coffee are 50 cents each on the honor system.
1: Camera. <laughs> the
0: camera.
1: Yeah. The camera. <laughs> the surveillance state. Yeah, I love that, that there's honor and system, thing.
0: and then there's a camera. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. right. <laughs> then don't forget the painting, the most fascist thing there. The painting. Like right, in the, right in the entrance.
2: Uh, the Shroot bucks, his own form of currency. <laughs>
1: The
0: large business cards everyone's title is now junior employee that's right
1: the killer fish the samurai motif in yeah. his office the uday hussein
2: uh replica replica desk. Desk. Yeah. desk
1: yeah uh the, the he walks around with a weapon also very fascist. right he
2: gets it he gun. gets his uh he gets his holster from great uncle honk yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and of course he must carry a gun around in it uh he actually um they do convince him to put a banana in it instead. Uh, but as he <laughs> removes the gun, he flips it around and shoots, fires a gun in the office. And now everyone is blackmailing him. Um,
1: Oscar finds hardwood again <laughs>
2: right? for the first time. <laughs> for the first time. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's
1: the first time. Yeah. Sorry, you're right. Really quick, too. I wanted to mention you mentioned the. The piranha and the prana is a rescue, which Dwight just right. a great touch.
2: Yeah. So uh, Dwight's um, cruelty and his uh, idea to rule the office using fear backfires literally on him, and uh, now he uh, is being blackmailed by everyone. He has to uh, he has to need Kevin like a pizza. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Under the jacket. He has to yeah, say "Shaggy
2: yeah. Dog, um, baby. And do jazz hands whenever he can. Um, uh, yeah, and I think it's... You guys let Kelly
0: go to her American Idol audition?
2: That's right.
0: Why did my temporary boss go on a shooting spree?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's that moment when Joe says, isn't it nice to have a little bit of power? That he's like, oh yeah, that was the whole point of this. And now I don't have any power.
0: Yeah, that's that's so he makes the admission to her. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> um, but but I think, what does he say? Unless you think blackmail is worse. This is way worse. Shooting a <laughs> gun is way
1: worse. When Joe comes in, yeah, and she's just like, are you crazy? Like, she she actually has a real world response to if you shot a gun off in an office. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know a lot of the things that happen in the office, the way they react is for the show, not in real life. This is pretty real life for Joe. Just mm-hmm. like, you're crazy. You're out of here. You shot a gun in the office. You're like, come on. Really? He um, should
2: have been fired. It was very nice of her to just demote him.
1: He should be in legal trouble. He should yeah. have a, you get a slap on the wrist, you know, but mm-hmm. he is a, he's a junior deputy. So I think
0: too, one thing um, that that's interesting here is Ryan says in the conference room, after Dwight tries the gun safety thing, uh, Ryan says, "Why? Why should we protect you? What? What? Why are we obligated to do that?" And he's like, "Because you guys are my best friends, and if you don't, I'll destroy you. <laughs> there's,
1: I will burn you know, this place to the yeah, ground." Yeah,
0: there's there's an element of that, um, which is interesting Again, because compared to later on in the show, when Dwight is on better terms with everyone, he seems to be more accepted as a manager.
1: Yes, so, and, and uh, I mean, and this one too, when I'm, people are like, people as soon as he messes up, people are like, "Yeah, this is what we thought would happen," and Dwight. Also, in a very fascist sense, immediately just starts to work the sort of misinformation, like weird legal things of being fired. Where He's like, did anyone see the did anyone see the bullet leave the gun? Like He starts <laughs> to question everyone and like he really wants to obviously keep his job. But I think he knows what he did. Oh, yeah. He's fireable and he, he's done. But he's for a while when he's kind of floating to or he's, you know, kicking to stay on top here. Uh, it leads to the gun safety. Dwight, which is a Very michael scott thing to do which is like something happens in the office and he's never proactive about it and instead he has a conference to address what he just did so that everyone will still like him and he (laughs) tries it with this thing and uh plays into the b storyline quite well with this episode when asking like oh really what hand was i holding the gun what did andy's tie look like and air it's just like navy blue little red anchors <laughs> <And> <laughs> because uh you know gabe is trying to stop Andy and Aaron from right. getting together in this episode also right.
0: i also uh, love that all of this is juxtaposed with toby's genuine excitement
1: about using new human resources for us oh, <laughs> it's the best oh i should get the accident report binder i've never used the gun violence well then forms. someone
0: says uh does this qualify as a terrorist incident and somebody says i feel i felt terrorized and toby's like there's a different section on that there's what a whole nother a form of that, that. yeah he, he perks <laughs> right up Yeah. <laughs> Uh well uh
2: well finally uh I, we get to, to sorry sorry before oh. yeah.
0: before we move on from this episode all the way I think one thing that's interesting comparing this to the coup is that Dwight's reasoning for wanting to take over the branch in the coup was that he wanted to save the branch they were still worried about downsizing mm-hmm. and consolidation and in this episode, you the guts
1: season, to fire people that Michael didn't.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and in season seven, they begin with literally Jim saying, it turns out we don't need someone looking over our shoulder that we can still get our jobs done
2: mm-hmm.
0: working kind mm-hmm. of autonomously. And that's the shift in the show where the branch essentially works fine, almost in spite of what Michael does. Uh, mm-hmm. Like David brings him up. Uh, Here's an attaboy for you. You know, what are you doing right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, the, and and so when Dwight comes in, he just overexerts his power and it throws off the balance of everything. So everyone's kind of resentful of him.
1: Hmm. Yeah. But we can move on. No, I, no I, really quick, too. The I love the 21-digit 20, copier code. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a great touch. <laughs> and the tag of Kevin typing in his numbers is <laughs> lovely. Um, and uh, and uh, poor, poor Dwight so excited to have a Beaumont adams only for joe to say that's a girl's gun <laughs> just, <laughs> just stupid yeah just insult on injury for twite not doing great
2: <laughs> well let's move on to live in the dream season 9 episode 21 so this is when we've got uh andy bernard uh, is uh thinking that he's going to route
1: is manager
2: <laughs> there we go <laughs> um we get uh we get uh andy bernard as manager but thinking that he's going to move on to pursue acting or fame of any kind um (laughs) (laughs) which he does so successfully despite everyone's expectations imagine andy on TikTok. (laughs) oh my gosh yes i can (laughs) um but uh but anyways we we have David Wallace now again in charge of uh of Dunder Mifflin Scranton. Um and uh he is getting ready to fire Andy and thinking about who he will replace him with. Dwight that day is getting his black belt ceremony oh <laughs> in <God>.
1: the office. <laughs> When I and, went back and- to to watch these for prep, like it jumped in late in the episode where I left off last time, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just and he has that belt on, and I was like, "Why is he, he wears over it over that? his suit? <laughs> over yeah. his suit? Yeah." It was just funny to drop in with no context, and I was like, "Oh yeah." yeah. Turns out Sensei Iro was a bit of a
0: shyster. Sensei Billy says yeah. that most students don't spend one hundred fifty thousand dollars over twenty years to get their black belt. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I will say too. Every time, like we get like montages or, or shots of Dwight doing karate, it's always so funny, so it's good. Great. Especially mm-hmm. in the dojo, like in the fight in season two when he's doing he's doing it with the children, when he's practicing <laughs> alongside them. Yeah, and then that's this right. one when he's trying to break the board that he yeah. really has, it's just I don't know. It it always makes me laugh.
2: I love when he's doing his kata forms, and he <laughs> at one point goes ah. And like he's just got a heart in his hand and he throws it
0: away.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at it, throws it away.
0: Crasher, <laughs> thrasher, crasher, crasher, and smasher.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love to. He goes up to Pam to like do something to her, and she's just like, and <laughs> he just, uh, she's just shaking her head no, and he moves on.
0: The, the bloopers for that scene are really, really funny. They all talk about how they're never going to get through it because everything that he does is so over-exaggerated. He like headbutts a fern at one point yeah. oh my and God. all of them are breaking the whole time. You <laughs>
2: gotta watch that. I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, oh, go ahead, Alex.
1: I was going to say just, you mentioned Andy wanting to pursue fame and quitting and just, I just love the quick talking head of Creed being like I think just any, I think just anyone could be a star my postman the night janitor here but Andy no definitely not charisma black hole
2: <laughs> charisma black hole
1: or that, like, David's reasoning for wanting to fire any or part of it,
0: was the printer that he got for headshots. Right. The, the little collection of headshots that they show yeah. are so ridiculous. Him as the nerd and the judge and the tennis player. Like, <laughs> the like, tennis player. He's like, I was
2: so distracted during my headshot shoot that I, uh, I was going zany instead of manic. Or maybe that's the other way around.
0: Yeah, I think it's flipped, but yeah, yeah. Some days I can't even, I, I mix up my stage makeup and my work makeup. <laughs> right. I love when he just that for Jim and Jim. What?
1: Yeah. Stanley's saying, Andy's from a generation that thinks that could all be famous. What happened to the generation that knew you shut up, did your work, and died quietly from a heart attack? <laughs> well, this is great. You can spend a couple years pursuing your dream.
0: Um, and then Andy says, Actually, I just applied for more overdraft protection. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron. Aaron eventually uh, says, "We're worried you could starve."
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm worried you'll become homeless uh, or starve.
1: Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but okay. So back to Dwight. Yes, <laughs> back to Dwight. Not so, Andy, but...
2: so as Dwight is performing his kata forms, uh, uh, David Wallace is standing next to Sensei Billy. <laughs> I think he says, like, <laughs> asks him a question, like. And addresses him as sensei Billy. And he's like, You can just call me Billy. <laughs> he's like, do you, sensei Billy, do you normally do house calls? He's like, You can just call me Billy. And no, <laughs> I don't. Um uh, but uh, but Dwight wanted to uh get his black belt in the place that he loves most in the world, is what Billy re- uh reveals. And he says, uh <laughs> he, he's like, he's an odd person, but uh he hasn't met many people who have the same level of tenacity and determination that dwight does so this impresses david wallace um and then uh david calls we didn't know
1: shoot. he shot a gun by the way that was oh, that's
2: right he yeah. doesn't know that cuz he wasn't around yeah joe bennett was uh, was had his job at the time that
1: but, it's such a funny throwaway line too david wallace just says what yeah. i was an interim <laughs> manager once but then i shot that gun what <laughs> and he pulls out his pre-made manager card yeah.
2: yeah. In case, in case both Andy and Jim die on the same day when there's also a trade show happening, they got killed in a
1: traffic accident. Was a trade show on the,
0: the way that he exclaims "Yes!" and falls to his knees with his fists yeah. up in the air, yeah, yeah. that that's face really he cool. makes with the, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
1: true triumph. I mean, yeah. that is very that's, that's Ray Wilson doing a great job,
2: but. What's really important here is right before all that, when David Wallace calls Jim into his office, uh, into the conference room, to talk about the possibility of making Dwight manager. Right, and Jim says it's a great idea. He thinks Dwight's the perfect person for the job. You know, David Wallace is kind of like, "Am I crazy for choosing Dwight?" Um, but uh, but outside, um, Dwight and Clark are talking, and they think that. Clark is Dwight like Dwight and oh. Dwight Jr. yeah Dwight and Dwight Jr., thank you. And Dwight Jr. thinks that uh that David Wallace is asking Jim to be manager. And Dwight truthfully says, you know, Jim would make a great manager. Um mm-hmm. he and uh and that he couldn't be manager. Um uh Dwight can't be manager because he's just made too many mistakes. Um and I think Dwight find like looking at himself like that realistically for the first time is a Mm -hmm. sign that he's changed a lot and maybe is now ready to be manager
0: yeah it's it's an evolution of dwight we we see this this gradual evolution of dwight and i think there are two sort of underpinning uh like competing factors for dwight which is love of the branch and the desire for power and his desire for power overwhelms the love of the branch every other time he's got a glimpse of this kind of authority Mm -hmm. but in this moment when he comes in to become manager, he combines them both. Like he uses his power responsibly and um, with great power comes great responsibility.
1: Uh, I'm sure. Dwight <laughs> to that. Uh, well, like the first thing he does is give, give Jim his seat back and calls, you know, calls right. Clark an annex kid, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, you know, maybe your bullpen we will give it a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> no, He's like, yeah, he, I think that's a really good point. Edwin is he's finally, He's finally cares about the power less than running the branch well. Right. Well, and then you get the juxtaposition of Andy, who is the manager
0: and doesn't care at all about the branch. He says, "I, why could, you know, he talks about being having. He would have regrets if he was focused on his stupid paper company job." He says that to David Wallace.
1: Yeah, right.
0: And so Andy is so disdainful. I think that's part of the reason why we all turn on Andy so much as viewers, or, or I think that's a general sentiment that hmm. Andy kind yeah. of burns every bridge and. Granted, he does it on purpose a little bit so that he can live his dream. Um, like Cortez, burning the ships. Total dick move, but... Uh, <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, Andy doesn't care about the obvious, and I think that's what makes it difficult as a viewer to keep rooting for him in that episode.
2: This is the worst Andy that um, version of Andy in the whole show, pretty much. Um, uh, for Maybe for that exact reason. Um, just that he, he hates... The Scranton branch, which we don't really, yeah, we can't sympathize with. Even Michael Scott, you know, loves the branch. Even Dwight loves the branch.
0: Um, and, um, and even at the end of season nine, we see all the characters beginning, to, or many of the characters, at least, like beginning to outgrow the office. Like, Andy clearly has, or at least doesn't want anything to do with it anymore. Um, Jim and Pam are moving on to Austin, or they're getting ready to do that. Daryl as well. Um but Dwight is almost growing into that role, growing into that role of manager that he wasn't ready for before.
2: Totally. I mean, that's, I just think back to when the coup that we talked about first and his line about, you know, he's going to save the branch by getting rid of waste, which is half the people there. Clean house is so different than his approach later, which is that, you know, he makes a lot of, you know, uh, he's a flawed person and um, you know, he should stand up for his employees and, and things like that. Um, I mean, in the finale, I think it is is when we get an incredible speech from Dwight about how much he appreciates each individual um, employee. I don't have the quote in front of me, but, (laughs) but I think that's the perfect example of, um, of how far he's come. And it's kind of a believable lesson that he would have learned because he knows that, without their trust and without their respect he cannot do his job
0: and you think too at the beginning of the finale dwight is in the car and he's talking about how they signed back the white pages and all these different things that he's done mm-hmm. as manager <laughs> he he fired kevin and toby so he's not totally he hasn't gone soft he's still <laughs> no <laughs> um, yeah yeah but he did bring back devin Yeah, that's Uh, right. That's right. And uh, he brings in some new faces, and he's uh, he's doing the Japanese business practices where they're all doing. I think it's yoga, or Mm -hmm. or, uh, maybe it's um, I don't know what it is. But they're doing it in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tai Chi, maybe. Yeah, Um, it kind of
2: looks like Tai Chi, but yeah.
0: Uh, But they're all going along with it. Mm -hmm. Everyone seems to be participating in it, and the office seems much more peaceful. It's not as if Dwight is unleashing some crazy new initiative, and everybody's kind of bristling at it. Um, and then, I mean, I think the last sort of piece of Dwight's is managers is in ARM when Jim and Dwight had their last sort of scheme together, mm-hmm. uh, mm. where um, you know Jim is trying to get Dwight to be his own assistant regional manager. Um, I do love the, <laughs> the 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 doors and the steam at the beginning of the episode. Oh yeah, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> <Break> protocol. <Dude.
1: laughs>
2: it's just harmless steam.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, our I guess the the assumption is Creed switched out the steam or something and put in some dry cleaning agents. Cause he's like, I'm saving a fortune on dry cleaning. Oh, is that <laughs>
2: what we're
0: supposed to? Oh, okay. and that's why I
1: feel like Dwight is like, this isn't the normal steam. Oh, and I, thought, he's getting, I never like, thought about I that. Thought I the joke, thought it
0: was much more harmful than normal.
1: I thought the joke was that
2: like, he's using the harmless steam in and he'd like harmful steam, but he thinks that the harmless steam will still scare people. And then he gets scared by even the harmless steam. That's, I thought oh, that was the joke. Oh, I read item.
1: it as, because right after, it's right. like, a, yeah, I, I assumed he, like, Creed had done something and put in dry cleaning. That makes sense, too. I thought it was harmful,
0: Steve, that it was actually
1: <laughs> steaming oh. him. <laughs> we have three different takes on that. Good yeah. job, guys.
2: Huh. Good for us. I wonder which one of us is right, Write into us, and tell us.
1: Who you think is right? <laughs> but they get yeah, I, and they're doing the whole no nonsense thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how many you days? Know, it's a very yeah, it's a very like it's old Jim and Dwight, but now Jim's or but now Dwight's the manager, and and Dwight's in the number two role, and it's like this kind of funny thing. And uh, <laughs> Jim says. <laughs> Let's not get crazy and ruin our no-nonsense recall, right? So, for instance, if you're expecting a fax today, please don't yell out "Michael J. Fax" from "Facts to the Future." <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, gosh, but yeah. it, it's it's a funny it's a funny dynamic between them because it's like it's just funny after after all these seasons that that they're sort of in this relationship at this point.
0: Yeah, that episode AARM is a lot less about Dwight as manager and a lot more about Dwight and Angela and Jim mm-hmm. and Pam. And Mm -hmm. it's just a little less managerial, I guess. Mm -hmm.
2: Any, you know, final thoughts on on Dwight as manager?
0: There are a handful of other episodes that kind of dip into this. I'm thinking of in Goodbye, Michael, when uh, Dwight vindictively serves Michael the the Rocky Mountain Oysters. Um, (laughs) But then... uh, Gets that letter from Michael that's actually very nice and very complimentary. Mm-hmm. Um, or in uh, in season eight at the beginning, where he talks about not getting the manager job and doing all the different all the th- different things that he's done the Krav Maga, the boxing. Mm-hmm. When he's he's fighting with Nate, like the boxing scene is Nate trying to take punches and Dwight is just beating him up. <laughs> it's really <laughs> it's really funny. You should go back and watch it. Um, plus the meditation, an hour at sunrise and another hour at sunset. <laughs> yeah. um, and then in the incentive following that where Dwight is making brownies while uh, while Andy is like trying to pick his brain about what he can mm. do, he's like, you wanted the job you got the job, now do the job <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, uh, and I will do mine, he licks his finger and he says, no, yeah. let's add some walnuts and Kevin from outside, <laughs> no
2: <laughs> because of course Kevin Malone allergic to walnuts mm-hmm Yep. Uh wait there's just one line what in living the dream when kevin goes dwight's the new manager he freaking did it <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> i just love that part uh alex any other final
1: thoughts you know it's, it says a lot that the show ends with dwight as the manager mm-hmm. we've all, we talked about how important dwight's uh, Dwight taking his job seriously is is at the heart of the show and helps helps structure the entire show. It, it gives you a foundation to build the show on, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's the perfect way to end it. Is him getting what he desires? I don't know. I don't. I still will not understand totally why Dwight his p- biggest goal in life is to be the manager of this <laughs> small office, but some he rinky did dink <laughs> rinky dink paper company. Uh, but uh, he did it, yeah. and. And he's happy. And it works out.
0: Do you guys wish we got more Dwight as manager? Do you wish he got the job in season eight? Do you wish he could have had the job for a little bit longer at the end of season three? Uh, I think
2: that it would have been more entertaining than a lot of what we got. With Andy? I agree. Yeah, I think it would have been nice to see a little bit more of it. But he really did earn it by the
1: time he got it. We cut season nine completely. You go halfway through season eight. Get Andy out. Have Dwight finish out the season? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: It's it's a very difficult question because Andy obviously has so much more to. He cares. so He's much needier. He has a lot more that he's trying to get: his approval, his his from his family and from Robert California and from his coworkers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Dwight doesn't care about that nearly the same amount. Mm-hmm. Like it might have been funnier, but I think you would have had less to explore. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also think too that Dwight's arc works a little better with him having to like overcome himself like being his biggest hurdle to actually the job um and he does that as we watch the show again and again dwight remains to me the most interesting character and the one that you can come back to the most it's true most definitely
2: well cool well there you have it dwight as manager uh let's move on to conference room five minutes conference room 10 seconds (laughs) all of you (laughs) Uh, all right, we're going to do a little bit of a longer conference room. We've got a few um, questions mm-hmm. and voicemails that we're going to go through uh, to make up for uh, our every other week uh, November. Um, so let's see. We got a listener email from Lucy. <clears throat> okay, unpopular opinion. I ultimately think Dwight should have ended up with Isabel. I mean, come on. She's O-negative. But jokes, jokes aside, she really seems to enjoy, enjoy Dwight in happy hour, and I think they should have been together. Also, side note, I think Andy and Aaron's relationship could have been fixed completely if Andy invited her on the boat trip. She wanted to go, and they probably would have had a good time. Um, what do you think of this uh, unpopular opinion that Dwight should have, uh, should have wound up with
0: Isabel? I don't know if it... I don't know if he should have ended up with Isabel. I think it's better for him and for Angela if they ended up together. Mm-hmm. They're the couple from the beginning of the show, and it's it, it's like Angela getting over her pride and Dwight, um, you know, kind of getting what he wanted. <laughs> like they, they them coming together, getting is in touch sad- with his heart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, them them like. Um, Coming together at the end of the show is really, I think, fulfilling for both of their characters. I will say, however, I would have loved to seen Dwight and Isabel date a little bit longer because the element of yeah. Dwight dating Pam's like best friend was so funny. And they the only time they really get into it is when um you know, Isabel's like, I'm gonna go try to find Dwight.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, where's the where's the double date with Jim Pam, Dwight and Isabel? That would have been that's a fabulous episode that we never got
1: to see.
0: Like it's a true. version of dinner party
1: but yeah. at Jim and Pam's house. Mm-hmm. It it does as much as as much work as they do to make Angela and Dwight make sense in the early in the, in the early seasons. It does make sense, but it it does seem a little out of character. It it does seem I think in real life like Dwight would go after someone like Isabel more just cuz he's so obsessed with like the biology of it. You a big
0: family. Yeah. Like he wants the
1: genes that she, you know, he wants those genes more than yeah. like the relationship. Uh, and that's, that, genes. that feels very like yeah, calves. That feels very uh, in line with Dwight. So yeah. I do, I do agree with, I do agree with this question. I don't think this is that controversial. It just wouldn't make sense with the writing of the show to have them together.
0: I've heard it like expressed this way that D- Isabel is the only like person that makes Dwight th- Seem to act like a normal person.
1: Mm. Which I think
0: it's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, um, but I prefer Weird Dwight. Yes. Also, also one of the reasons was like, what about Isabel and or yada yada? And Dwight's like, oh, she's a she's a dental hygienist oh, yeah. from Carbondale. Carbondale, and she makes love like one. It's a Jeez. weird comment because yeah, I know. It's it's a terrible comment, but but also after in in Niagara, like clearly they have a successful sexual encounter that obviously goes great. Cause then Dwight's like, I'm ravaged from a night of lovemaking when he's eating breakfast the next day. Like, Cause he had, had to do all that? the work. Yeah. Couldn't have gone that bad. Like, <laughs> no. come on, dude, you're, you're eating a massive breakfast after yeah. this. Come on.
2: Yeah, I'm not hungry. I had some sunflower seeds while you were sleeping. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, yeah, good question. Oh, my good God. Over.
0: wait! This room is a pit. <laughs> really? <laughs> Hadn't noticed. I was too busy knocking boots. <laughs> God. Uh, I'm not some
2: farm animal. <laughs> uh, well, here's another. Uh, thank you, Lucy. Uh, here's another email. This one from Calum. Had a quick question for you, maybe a good topic for you all to discuss in the conference room, and here we are. Maybe. Uh, Here we are. What office gifts do you mostly use in text conversations with your friends and family? The office has produced probably the most gift worthy moments in TV history, and I was just curious what your favorite ones are. For me, uh, Michael and Aaron celebrating with the champagne in the office is a favorite.
1: Top. that's oh, at the yeah. top of my recently used actually
2: that's a great one or the one where Michael does that amazingly painful grimace when he announces the Scranton branch is closing yeah <laughs> that's what he's <laughs> like this is the worst, yeah. is the worst. <laughs> um, we are screwed <laughs> <laughs> I, Oh man. Uh, also side question what office gifts do you think have helped elevate the show to such an iconic status within our society <laughs> um Okay, Okay, cool. So
0: what's the first part of the question?
2: So what are your favorite Office GIFs to use? I actually have a folder on my desktop called Reaction GIFs. And then within that (laughs) is Office GIFs. Wow. Um, And I don't know. I probably have like 35 in here. Um,
1: Yeah. I'm looking through my recently used just on my phone in the text. (laughs) And four of them are Office on the first page. Uh, One, I have... I, that I like using is Michael when he puts his two hands up, when he's looking <laughs> yeah, at Toba and he yeah. says, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Uh, <laughs> I found that one pretty useful. Um, um, I got uh, also the the when he hears the moment he hears the baby cry and he does the happy when he's in the hospital and he kind of does the face of like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just so expressive. Uh, that's a very useful one as well. There's one with Dwight
2: and he's got his hand up by his face and he just turns to the camera and goes it's true. And oh it's a uh, it's yeah. when it's the uh, the KGB waits for no one and Jim slaps mm-hmm. him. He just goes Oh yeah. It's true. Uh that's I use Happy that. birthday
0: one. I feel like I've used a lot.
2: Oh where he's just like There's, exploding out of
0: people. He's surprising people. Yeah. Also we talked about the one where Dwight throws his fist up in the air and yeah. the black belt on. That's yeah. a very co- I use that one a lot. <laughs> yeah, cool. we use a lot in um, our text thread that we use to coordinate the show. Oh, big I time! Uh,
2: I use uh, Dwight saying thank you while crying a lot, uh, which yep. is another moment when he becomes manager. Um, or if uh, someone doesn't text Michael you, Michael
1: going pew 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 pew. <laughs> oh yeah, with
0: the finger answer. guns. Yeah, that's a. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think
0: the one that the one that helps elevate the show. If if we're going to move on to that part. Is mm-hmm. the no God please no? I feel like that's like the absolutely. Moment. I don't know. And yeah, like, I feel,
2: yeah. I feel like maybe that's the one that Kalen was was thinking we were gonna say because I can't even think of a more iconic GIF. I use that's, it constantly. It, it
1: is. It is extremely good. The only other one I'd say for that that I've seen a lot that's very useful is, uh, the one where. I forget the exact episode, but it's when Dwight goes like "ha oh, ha ha," and they put the words "yes" like every time he hits oh, on yeah. the elbows. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? It's a
0: special project in season eight.
1: Yeah, yes. Yes, that's when he's when Andy go brings town. him in.
0: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, yes.
2: yes. 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 that one's great. Uh, um, oh, looked- if someone's not texting you back, I just use Dwight when he's in the corner crying and he reaches out for Jim.
0: <laughs> he's not there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's really good. I'm using that one. That yeah. is
0: very good. I like that.
2: Uh, um. Oh man, there's so many good ones. There's the one of Kevin like crossing his arms and rolling his eyes.
0: Or um, Dwight is the different people. Dwight with the different wigs.
2: Oh, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. I like. Uh, I like Michael Scott saying, "I'm okay." No, I'm
1: not. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh huh. He has a few. Oh, the. Uh, uh, when Michael looks at Toby when they're counseling, and oh, he's like, yeah. mm-hmm, "Like That's a lot of the people, other, I see that one a lot. Yeah. I see that on Twitter a lot when it's like mm. s- some bad tweet." Tell me it's more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, office gifts. Office gifts. There's so many good ones. Send us your favorites. Uh, uh at uh, you listening at home, send us your favorite office gifts. I so you know that there's, there's still no, more out.
1: No there. context, just on Twitter. Send us. Send us a GIF.
2: Oh, yeah. If anyone ever talks about pizza in a text, I like to send the one where Stanley pulls the pizza slice out of his. <laughs> out, of the, <laughs> out of the pyramid. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: um,
2: all right. All right. Uh, all right. Um, Voicemails? Yeah, let's let's do, do a voicemail. More? Okay, cool. Uh,
1: I do want to do one really quick thing here in the conference room. We I don't know if the last episode or two episodes, we, we sent people to find out what game Toby was playing at the oh, okay. uh, Jim's at Jim's party, and it was an mm-hmm. old Call of Duty. It turns out. So, I did Call I think of Duty. about it on Office Ladies as well. That's right. That's right. They yeah. talked about it, and people relayed that to us, uh, as they are wont to do. Okay, here's a voicemail from Alyssa. Hey guys, this is Alyssa calling from Nashville, Tennessee. Um, you, I just listened to your recent voicemail episode, and you said. Not to be offended if you don't get to someone's voicemail, but I would like to let you know that I am offended because I've said before. I had a question I wanted to know. If you guys were to give each other a Dundee Award, what would the awards be and who would be getting them? Thanks for doing the show and look forward to hearing your answer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. That's a great question. What Dundee Awards
0: would we give each other?
1: Hmm. Now, is this existing Dundee Awards that Michael has given, or are we creating new ones?
0: I think they could be either. Yeah. I don't okay. know. Where did, how did you guys think about this question?
2: I, I'm going to definitely give Edwin White a sneakers award.
1: I um, was going to do that, too. Gonna do. <laughs> you,
2: I buddy. was going to do that three. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, whitest <laughs> sneakers goes to Edwin, for sure. Just like. Uh, Alex, your mom of the year. Yes. <laughs> uh
1: Sean, you get hottest in the office. Good job, bud. <gasps> <I> mean, <laughs> what's even the criteria? Uh, I don't even know what it means. <laughs> uh, no, but I yeah, Edwin, I was gonna give you not just whitest sneakers, but just cleanest fit overall. Oh, uh, thanks, buddy. Mm. Just in like, You know oh, I gotta get my, just, just my fit off. <laughs> you just got the clean fit, just dripping, bro. Um, Edwin's always got fabulous,
2: fabulous shoes.
1: It's always a pleasure. Uh, sh- uh, yeah, and I'm giving Hottest in the Office to Sean. <laughs> there so you sweet.
2: go. Thanks, but
1: Hey, you know. Or it was between that or cutest redhead. Oh. <laughs> All right. Alex, are you a redhead?
2: No. <laughs> are you bl- like, are you just, dirt- are you like dirty blonde or yeah baby (laughs) I'm giving you cutest dirty blonde then
1: thanks there's a little copper in the beard maybe that's why (laughs) there's a redhead but you got a little bit of that yeah yeah
0: Alex I would have given you a busiest beaver because you have to do all the editing work yes Ah,
1: (laughs) and now that I've grown my beard out I can be bushiest beaver (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks yeah. guys. I'm gonna give you
2: Busiest um, Beaver and and the Fine Work Award.
1: Which oh, is what Stanley gets. Well, thank you. Uh I would also, Sean, you can also have Best Dundee's host oh. that D'Angelo got, because you oh, host the show. Oh, oh, oh nice. Thank you. I was
0: also gonna give Sean the Fine Work Award, so this, instead, I will give you the spicy curry award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I give myself the extreme repulsiveness award. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, and the Don't go in there after him award. <laughs> and the doobie doobie pothead stoner of doobie the year doobie award. <laughs>
1: Dang it. That's what I should have given you, Damn give it. All right. Sorry. You've lost hottest in the office. <laughs> doobie 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 stoner of the it's It's fair. Uh, uh, oh gosh! Well, thank you, Alyssa. That's a that's fun. A, it's fun to think. It's about, a great yeah. one. It's a good good one to think about. Fun that. one. All right, let's go on to another voicemail. From, uh, another voicemail from Anthony. Hi, this is Anthony from Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, we were
2: talking about the Desert Island movies. Uh, I was thinking, why do you think they never made an Office movie, and what would it be like? I uh, just thought about that. Thought I would call. I love the show. Kept up with it ever since I first started watching it. Keep it going, guys. Bye. Nice, thanks, Anthony. Thanks, man.
0: Yeah.
2: Why did they never make an Office movie? Um, and what would it be? Impulsivity
0: like? and an attention to detail. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Impossible. He opened it like an ape. Um I well, okay.
1: You don't think threat level the full threat level midnight the, doesn't care? The, I was, yeah.
2: <laughs> the full threat level midnight, sure. That is what I picture when I think of o- Office movie. I don't know. Right it would be I mean it's like we have several <clears throat> hour long episodes, so it wouldn't be that much it it's just tough. It's tough to do movies like based on sitcoms. You know what I mean? Like because the movie would just have to have one situation happening and all of a sudden then it would just feel like an episode of television even if it was 2 hours long
0: if you could get we talked about casting off as people in different genres and like if you could do that then you could bring it together in that way like if you that did the heist fun. thing
2: yeah that would be that would be really neat We talked Um, about
1: in the in the reunion special. um, If we were like, if we did a reunion, what would it be? And I know, you know, I talked about Michael and Holly's wedding, or like Michael uh, invites everyone to the wedding, but he, he there's something about like setting up the wedding, or he doesn't hire, he hasn't done any work yet to make the wedding happen, and so he ends up bringing everyone from the office out there, sets up a temporary office, and has all of them make his wedding like work mm-hmm. for him to make his wedding. So you get like a little office, you have Michael back in charge and you have, it ends with the wedding uh, and all the shenanigans nice. that would happen. That would, could be one way to play it. But, that would be a good one. That would right. be a good one.
2: I yeah. am also just trying sitting here, trying to think of times when this has actually worked. I can only really think of strangers with candy is, <laughs> um,
1: I love
2: shit. <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's Amy Sedaris uh and all these incredible people like Stephen John Colbert, Stewart, Paul yeah, or, yeah, sorry, Stephen Colbert, that's it. Um and Chris they had a the TV show. Oh yeah, that's right. Um that, that was a TV show for 2-3 seasons and then they made a movie and the movie's spectacular. And it was like they put a little bit more like it was like a little bit better quality production and all that type of stuff i mean in a way it's like they end up repeating a lot of the jokes and scenarios from the tv show because i think they're what was happening there was like a lot of people hadn't seen the show before Hmm. but also that's just a plug for strangers with candy if you haven't seen it check it out it's a great show
0: i mean i think the the reason they didn't make an office movie was because the way the show timed out was steve carell's exit like it didn't set itself up for a true office movie in the way that I think we all would have loved, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a line in Community, right? Six seasons in a movie. They like joke about that. Right. Um, I will say, um, I recently watched the Fresh Prince reunion special on HBO. Oh. Um, how if is you're it? You're a big Fresh. Oh, it's so good. If you're if you're a Fresh Prince fan. Um, and, and I certainly am. It's it is absolutely worth checking out, but I would love to see The Office do something like that because they don't necessarily like play their old characters, but they talk about the show and and like it would be nice to see uh something like that for The Office.
2: It would be, yeah, thank you, Anthony. Um, an office movie, all right. Um, any is that are we good on messages? Oh, sorry, one more, oh, one no more? more, okay,
0: one he had no more arms or legs, he could not see, hear, or speak. This is how we led a nation. (laughs) Now that's a movie I want to see.
1: Write that movie. Someone write that. Uh, All right. One last voicemail here from Tori. Hey, guys. I'm calling from Reno, Nevada. My name is Tori, originally from North Carolina. And I was just calling to tell you guys that you owe my cat an apology. I was listening to the most recent episode about Costume Party. I had my headphones on. Heard the cat meowing in the background, <laughs> yelled at my cat to shut up several times. And then you guys commented on the fact that it was the rescue and etc. So you guys know my cat's an apology. I apologize, but you go have to Love the Pod. Keep doing it. Have a great night.
2: Thank you, Tori. And <laughs> and I I will apologize personally to your cat. Um, yeah, can we get that a Yumi is My cat, uh, Yumi. Uh, I
0: state my regret. <laughs> <Quite>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we live in an apartment building, and sometimes our neighbor uh, lets his rabbit out into the hallway, and so Yumi and the rabbit have been playing, have become friends. Um, <laughs> but that sounds adorable. <laughs> it is adorable. It's really fun, but now. If anything is happening in the hallway, she's gonna just stand at the door, and meow. So that's what was happening <laughs> the other day. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Oh that's, Yumi. that's what's going on with Yumi. Yeah, I think she's sick of the our little apartment. But we're probably moving into a house soon, so she'll have probably. stairs that's to run up for sure. sure. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. It's almost, almost close, oh, almost excited. closing. It.
1: Yeah. Sean's going to be closer to me and further from Edwin. I love it. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, awesome.
2: Hey, just to wrap up the conference room, I thought I'd mention uh, there's a new show on Netflix called we are the champions and it is narrated by rain Wilson. Um, and oh, I, know that. I only watched the first episode, but you, Alex,
1: you said you've seen a little bit more of it. Uh, I've just seen the first two. Okay. Yeah, but anyways, but I, I've, I'm loving it so far. And he is such a, at first it was like, that's great. That's got to be Rain Wilson. And, and my girlfriend was like, it was like, uh, maybe because <laughs> it was like a lot deeper. And yeah. it's like, well, he's just older. And so his voice is a lot deeper. Yeah. But when you, when it's him, I was like, that's kind of a weird fit. But then you realize well, he's one of the executive producers of the show. And then his voice, his energy is perfect for like, we're going to take this competition very seriously it's like this very <laughs> silly like the one about chili peppers is like i think the prize money is a thousand bucks for like the world pepper eating, chili yeah, pepper yeah. eating contest which is like so little <laughs> and it's like that people fly from all over the world to do it and it's like it it actually helps to have his voice it makes it feel important like it's just like dwight would take this seriously so oh
2: totally did. he's a he's a great person for it yeah it's a docu series where they just pick um, unique competitions around the world to uh, to cover for each episode. And it's really funny and fun. So check that out. Um, also, just a reminder, the end is nigh. The Office is leaving Netflix in January 2021. So, uh, you know, we gosh, it was like a year ago that we first found out about that. But, uh, man, it's coming up. What are you guys going to do? Edwin's got them all on DVD.
0: I do. I've
1: got the, yeah, the years. Yeah. Are you going to do DVD or are you going to just... Are
0: you going to get It's got to be too much
1: of a hassle to, to put in DVDs, right? You mean to get up from the couch to the TV?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll go to Peacock, which is free. and uh, You're right. You just now, have to think, watch ads. Yeah. Um, okay. But I don't know how they're going to set it up on Peacock. Um, I mean, I do have the DVDs that are always good for reference. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. It wouldn't be the other thing too is like I've had the DVDs from when they came out but they aren't you know that I've watched them many times so they're not in like perfect condition. That's the mm-hmm. funny thing about DVDs and physical media like that is that it can not deteriorate. Mm-hmm. So, might have to get a backup set or something. Mhm. Mhm.
2: Um well yeah just a reminder for all our listeners out there you got to figure it out soon. Um, and get your binge it's on coming up, before that happens. Uh anything else I'm for- curious
1: to see what happens like listenership in our show, with the numbers? If it oh, goes God. up, down? Oh no! Is it gonna? Are less people gonna watch it if it's just not on Netflix? Hmm. How many people? I mean, will I follow? think that's probably the case. I mean, I think that'll wow. be it, just
0: be, just because it's gonna be harder to watch and a lot less immediate.
1: Yeah, you that's know. True. I
0: think I. I mean, I'm guessing here, but I imagine that Netflix is the most ubiquitous streaming service. Definitely.
1: If I if I know anything about youth, and I do, I would <laughs> guess that. <laughs> When the next generation of fans are the, like the kids who've been watching the office, high schoolers uh, who've been watching the office the last few years are going to talk about this era later on of like, oh, remember when the office was just on Netflix and we just watched it all the time? I haven't seen that. I haven't watched the office since it left Netflix. Yeah, I, I could see that happening. I could feel like it's not on Netflix and uh, you mean kids the way kids I- coming in.
0: The way I talk about how I was able I used to be able to just watch it on YouTube. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> early days of YouTube. I, I do think when it's it funny. Was- I, I was listening to um John Mulaney was on a podcast and he was talking about the, the Sack Lunch Bunch, those specials. Things. Oh yeah. And how like when he's on set with the kids, they just watch The Office on their phones all day long.
2: Oh my God. I thought it was so interesting. That's but, hilarious. Oh, wow. Um uh, well uh let's move on to a little trivia.
1: Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home.
2: So this trivia was sent to us by Bryn. Thank you very much, Bryn. All right, guys. I think I skimmed this one. It looks hard. So here we go. That's what she said. (laughs) Question one. In the episode The Search, what is Dwight's car
0: full of? Pelts? Close skins? I don't know. Fox meat. Ah, oh, fox, fox meat. meat. I'm also, thinking of the library Is like you will find a number of pelts. Under the smallest pelts yeah. you will find.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, question two. Also in the search. <clears throat> what type of face does Dwight say Michael has?
0: Um, marsupial. Yes, that's right.
1: Broad face of a brewer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what is Dwight's great uncle's name? honk yeah we covered that one in the the episode earlier um what is the most well-known film in the cinema of the unsettling genre
1: oh it's like a it's like some it's like a medical video or something yeah like it's it's like he says it's like a 12 minute or it's like a or no it's like a two-hour shot of yes some procedure or something
2: like that you're close you're close but it's an hour-long uh a video of a squirrel with diarrhea <laughs> in the, in the cold open of trivia the whole office is trying to be quiet jim walks out of the kitchen what does he hand stanley his coffee yeah or a, cu- a candy bar or something like that a cup of orange juice huh
1: okay in in the test for some, for his blood sugar, I assume. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, That's right. Uh, <laughs> now I in- only like baklava. <laughs>
2: <laughs> in test the store, what is the name of the girl who punches Andy in the parking lot? Tiffy. That's right. Mm-hmm. Nice. Wow. Um, what and she's are going to college? <laughs> that's right my friend uses you your do good work yeah <laughs> you do good work um what are the three languages Aaron tries to learn Dothraki Italian, Italian Dothraki and French French yes that's correct um question eight who are the two people Andy accidentally calls dad
1: Robert California uh,
0: california
2: yes and one other guy david wallace no nope. does it say it's a charles minor no nope. daryl it's a it's a one episode character
0: Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, well, give us a hint. What's what season? Uh, what? He is. It's it's one episode character. I think it's oh, season eight. Is it the? Uh, it's not
0: the. It's not the guy from the boat.
2: It is. It's the guy from the boat because he keeps slapping Andrew his Santino. hand. Andrew Santino. Yeah, <laughs> ah. from
0: uh, the guy from. He's in Dave.
2: He is in Dave. That's right. Yeah. Oh man, mm-hmm. I forgot that. Um, Hi, okay I'm Dave. <laughs> uh, question nine. Uh, in Suit Warehouse, what is Nellie's favorite and, and least favorite espresso flavor?
0: It's like Peruvian Sunrise.
2: Her favorite is Viennese Amaretto. Okay. And her least favorite <laughs> is Alpine Select. We'll have to remember that one. That is a tough, that's a tough trivia that's, question, right? That's written, tough, man. But good. I mean, these are, I, I love good. the, I mean, I love when they're really detailed questions like this. Because yeah, they could totally get you um, at a real trivia.
0: <clears throat> that would be the super deep cut trivia name, Alpine Select. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Viennese, Viennese uh, Amaretto is definitely. Uh, uh, okay, here we go. Final question. Finish this Dwight quote. Customer loyalty. What is it? Can you hold it in your hand? Can you nudge it with your finger? Blank.
0: It's like, no, you have to grab it, right? I don't know.
2: It's a third question. Can you hold it in your hand? Can you nudge it with your finger?
1: Can you... I don't know.
0: Poke it with a stick. I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> can,
1: you, can you reanimate it in your barn?
2: Can you dump it on a woman? <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't even, I like... have to be honest, I don't even remember when this quote occurs, but that's, that is a great one. Customer loyalty. What is it? Can Yeesh. you hold it in your hand? Can you nudge it with your finger? Can you dump it on a woman? Um, Bryn, thank you so much for sending in that trivia. That's a great one. You stumped the guys on a couple of questions. Nice work. Um, If you are a listener and you have some trivia that you'd like to share with us, email us, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. Uh, give us a call if you want to leave us a voicemail. That's 503-694-9314. We're on Facebook and Instagram, Michael Scott Podcast Company. We have a website, Michaelscottpod.com. Uh, and you can also join us on Patreon uh, for five bucks a month, patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Um, join us on there. We do we do an extra episode every month of uh, an extra mailbag episode, and all we answer nearly every single question um that we get on there and we uh it helps it helps support the show it helps us keep doing what we're doing and we also uh do a donation to the third good marshall college fund every month so um three hundred and thirty oh, bucks this month. Holy moly geez that's yeah, great yeah sure. yeah we let it oh
1: and I think because our donations hit a certain amount where they are they're sending me a t shirt so I'm keeping that t shirt. But we have a t shirt from oh
2: nice Sweet. So we'll, 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 just—is it just a patriarchy? We'll,
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll wear it for a week and then I'll mail it to one of you guys. It'll be like a Stanley Cup. We'll just pass around our Arthur Good Marshall. T-shirt.
2: Maybe in enough time, we'll get a, a T-shirt for each one of us and for each one of our uh, Patreon supporters, our Scots Tots, uh, as we yes. as we like to call them. Um, so uh, yeah, join us on there. We do a little extra. I think we did two episodes last month on there. So um, uh, please check us out on there if you want some more content. Uh, special thanks to Ryan Lloyd who helps us with our social media and designs all our artwork. This episode was recorded in Portland, Oregon over video chat.
0: Thank you as always uh, for hanging out with us for a little bit, um, for for listening and for helping us uh, keep the show going. We love doing it, and I think um, we're excited to get back to our regular cadence here pretty soon. Join us on Patreon. Uh, take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next week.
2: Pippity poppy, give me the Zobbity. Yes, yes, sir.
0: I, I
1: pledge allegiance, allegiance to the flag, flag. Of, of the United States, States of America, America, and to the republic, republic
2: for which, which
0: it stands, stands, one nation, under God, God indivisible, indivisible, with liberty with and justice, justice for all. Justice for all. Amen. Excellent.
2: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death